Welcome to Mudflap and Palmer We're Forced to Do a Podcast, a weekly bonus bit of the Mudflap and Palmer Show, starring Mudflap and Palmer. Reach out to us on Facebook or email mudflapandpalmer at gmail.com. Now, against their will and most people's wishes, here are Mudflap and Palmer. Well, hey guys, and welcome back to Mudflap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast. It's episode number 27. Unbelievable. We're almost halfway through a year, actually, because we took several weeks off along the way. Yeah, we should probably be about at 31 by now. uh, No, actually, yeah. So we are more than halfway through the year because 26 would have been halfway. Yep. So, yeah, we're a little past the halfway point of what would be a calendar year. I think we should make up for it and do uh, a couple weeks where we do two or three podcasts just to make up for it. We can. No. Why? Not doing it. Extra work? <laughs> yes. I understand. A <laughs> couple things uh, I think we should touch on today. First of all, we talked about this briefly over the course of the week. Not in last week's podcast, but I got to thinking about, we have a, a, a promo, an ad for the podcast that runs on the radio station. And uh, it says what it says. I said, oh, it's about time to change that out. And we haven't done it yet. But I'm thinking, and I, and I came up with this idea, I'm thinking that the new promo for the podcast should be where we talk about how nobody listens to the podcast. And I'm not talking about listener listeners. I'm talking about people that work with us. that nobody, And we have proof positive that they never listen to the podcast because over the course of the last half a year, we have said things about people we work with. Not by name, but certainly anybody that works here that would have heard it. Would have picked up on the fact of who we were talking about. Yes, would have known exactly who we were talking about. And we've done it more than once. And in in not always the most glowing fashion. One person did pick up on it. One person who, yeah, and they should have because it was absolutely intended for them to pick up on it. It was pretty blatant. Um, But it's so funny that we, we talk about this, that... One of the things that they want us to do here at the radio station is get more listeners, as is, you know, the marching orders for any person on the air anywhere. Well, that's your goal anyway, if you're on the radio. Exactly. But as I like to say, charity begins at home. And it would be nice if people within our own building listened to us. The only time we ever get listened to, our show gets listened to, is if they expect us to go out on a limb and do something. If we're going to do something, they, if they're afraid we're going to do something that might have repercussions or, or, or might irritate somebody within the company, that's when they'll listen to the show. That's when they'll listen to the podcast. In general, they don't listen. Which is good. I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> but it's interesting. It saves on a lot of meeting time. It, it's Believe me, it's stuff we would say in a meeting, too. We got no problem with that. Actually, that brings me over to something else. You are 52 years old, sir. I am. I am 57. And we have discovered what generations prior to us have discovered, which is that once you get to a certain age, now we always thought crotchety old men and crotchety old women were just always crotchety and old and just cantankerous. And that's not necessarily the case. What we have discovered is you grow into that. (laughs) You really kind of (laughs) do. Because... Life. We complained about crotchety old people when we were younger. Absolutely, we did. We didn't understand it, but now we intimately understand it. We embrace it. We embrace it wholeheartedly. We are those people. Life just wears you down, and then you get to the point where you're like, you know, I'm just going to say what I think. 
That's the thing. We, I think the two of us are at a point right now, and this could be very bad because we're in broadcasting, but the two of us are at a point right now where the filter's basically worn away. We're, we're good about that on the air. We are. I think. You although. Know, not on the podcast, but we are definitely on the air. I will tell you that maybe you haven't gotten to this point yet. Over the course of 30-some-odd years in radio, I have never once sworn on the radio. I haven't either. Never done it, not even by accident. No. However, I feel myself bumping up against that barrier a little more frequently now. I'm I do, still I in control of it, Yeah. but if we start getting into a freewheeling conversation where I might actually say what I really think, uh, one day it's going to happen. And I'm more concerned you. about me than you, though, with that. <laughs> Of course you are. Because, you look out for yourself. Well, it's not even that. I think I'm more prone to doing that than you are mm-hmm. because you're kind of a stickler for the English language for I the really, most part. I really am. And I'm not. I'm, I'm just, a grammar Nazi. I, I'm, I'm just basic like that. So sure. whatever I think I normally say, and, and a lot of the times what I want to say is not FCC appropriate. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Thankfully for everybody involved, the FCC has nothing to do with podcasts. No, they do not. So should we feel like we want to break bad we can do that which i have in the past and on top of that if we feel like we broke too bad we can go back and edit it if we really feel the need night i never do because it's just more work (laughs) i said what i said (laughs) okay daylight savings time this came up on the show today really yes and i'm gonna run down this road i want to kind of just recap you you don't have to you don't have to get irritated I will. You, no, you don't have to get irritated. That's not what I'm aiming for here. But today being Friday, we're cutting the podcast on Friday, November 4th. Over the weekend, over the coming weekend, we will push the clocks back an hour. Historically speaking, it happens at 2 a.m. on Sunday. Right. And they move it back to 1 a.m. So you get an extra hour over the course of the weekend. Then what you have, the end result is sunset comes an hour earlier comes Sunday afternoon and every day after that until we switch back again. But we were talking about historically where this comes from, that it was agricultural, agricultural in nature that people were doing this to get the most sunlight they could as the seasons changed. But we're not an agricultural society anymore. Yes, there are farmers, but we're not that society anymore. That was the 19, uh, 19th century. Now we're uh, a technocracy. We are, you know, everything is done not in the fields. We, we do plant stuff, but it's not our main crop. It's not our main way of living. But yet we still have this archaic way of addressing uh, daylight saving time. Uh, spring forward and fall back. In politics, they have used this for the last 10 years. At least. Every year they talk about, oh, we're thinking about getting rid of it. And they get people's hopes up because, to be perfectly honest, I don't know anybody that really likes daylight saving time. Well, especially when you fall back. You know, when you when you move forward, everybody's all about it. You get an extra hour of daylight and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there are pros and cons to both sides of it. Uh, but my problem is, is that, you know, the U.S. Senate, uh, I guess it was back in March they they had passed le- legislation to end it in November right. of 2023. So in which you know moved through the Senate and then it was supposed to go to the House of Representatives which they have yet to do anything with. Which I don't quite understand because I think the majority of people would like to see it 
go away. Right. And there are, as you pointed out on the show today, uh, there are locations within our country that actually uh, have no daylight saving time. So it can be done. You can actually uh, live without that. I think you have to be like on standard time or something like that. It's right. kind of like a happy medium to right. where, you know, you don't still have daylight in certain parts of the country where it's 10 o'clock at night or, you know, it's pitch black, you know, in the mornings and things like that. So, I mean, I get it, the reason why you mm-hmm. want to keep it. I also get the reason why you want to, you know, go ahead and get rid of it altogether. Personally, you stand where? I, well, I love the extra hour of daylight. Right, you know, so and, you want it to go away. You know, my question is, how does that affect, and I and I don't know, um, you know, moving forward, like, into the winter months and things like that, you know, things that we're not, you know, primed for. Mm-hmm. We're used to it during the summer. We're used to it during the spring. But how does that work out for, you know, late fall into the winter? How far back, you know, how long does the sun stay up? When does it come up? You know, in some places, the sun wouldn't come up until, like, 9 a.m. I found that out. I went to vacation in Bar Harbor one year. And Bar Harbor is in the same time as we, time zone as we are. But I was living in West Virginia or Western Virginia at the time. And when we woke up in the morning, the sun was up almost an hour earlier, even though you're in the same time zone, because Bar Harbor is that much further east than where we lived. Right. And it was really kind of freaky. So we're going to still have the time zones and everything. You have to because the sun makes its way, you know, sunrise, sunset. We make our way around the sun. My question is, and I, I swear to you, this seems like a basic thing. Which one do we end up keeping? The I think it's spring forward. The spring forward, and then we lock it there. Yeah. That's what we would do? I think that's what they had talked about. Was we Well, get because the, everybody's dissatisfied with the fact that the sun goes down an hour earlier in the wintertime. You know, Nobody wants to keep that. Yeah, you know, at 4.30, it's already dusk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by 6, it's pitch black dark. Right. So it's a little ridiculous about, you know... It's like, it feels like it's 10 o'clock at night at six. Yeah. So I, I hate that so much. I'd be down. And I'm such a sun person. Right. Grew that, up on the coast. That's the other thing. At the very basic the level. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a night person. I, you know, I appreciate it, but I, at the same point, I want that extra hour of sun. I think there's a simple way to boil it down as far as how people feel in general. Think about when we do make that spring forward and sunrise and sunset or an hour later. Everybody loves that. Everybody right. loves that sunset comes at 8.30 instead of 7.30. I don't know people that don't like it. it but when it happens in the wintertime, people complain. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good gauge, you know, on social media. Right. You'll see everybody celebrating the fact that, you know, hey, we're moving an hour ahead. Mm-hmm. You All you will see over the weekend are people going, oh, great. Yeah, it's dark at 5. Yeah, the only benefit you get is that the weekend's an extra hour, and that goes away come Monday. And that really only benefits you if you're at a bar. <laughs> So I've done so many club gigs, you know, over the years sure. where, you know, I was, you know, spinning records and everything mm-hmm. else. And, you know, the club gets to stay open an hour later. Yeah. You know, and that ha- absolutely does nothing for me at 52. Well, if you need that extra hour of sleep, it also factors in there. See, that's the difference between being younger and being older. Yeah. When you're younger, the benefit is, oh, you know what? Closing time comes an hour later. When you're to a certain age, you go, oh, I get to sleep in an extra hour. That that's is true. That's the benefit. 100% true. Also... Talking about this, and you knew about this before I did, but I took a glance just out of curiosity at uh, that website, SpaghettiModels.com. There are literally November 4th, 
two systems off the East Coast that may develop. And they're saying one could potentially go right into Florida. Right. And it was like, wow. Well, both of them look like they could possibly. And obviously, they're just developing right now, and a lot could change. But I don't remember the last time that we had... There are three systems out there. There's one in the Gulf as well, which is a tropical storm. I don't remember the last time that we had uh, three systems or even two systems this late in the year. The end of hurricane season comes at the end of November. But that's a technicality. Ordinarily, in years past, when you got through the second week of October, you were free and clear. And really almost, you know, towards the end of September. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, especially for us in South Carolina. It's Although rare. that's been changing in recent years. Yeah, everything seems to be shifting back, mm-hmm. you know, weeks uh, as far as hurricane season goes. And one thing that never shifts is that they've been wrong over the last, like, four years. <laughs> so you're, well, this gives you the opportunity to bust on these guys a couple more times before the end of the season. No, they're just so desperate to post anything up because the <laughs> Can next. Can you blame them? Well, the next big thing was they're going to start, you know, renaming, you know, the winter storms that we don't get either. So <laughs> and that yeah. doesn't affect us at all. Yeah, we have to listen to that nationally. Oh, look, over in Boulder, Colorado, it's winter storm Zeus, <laughs> Vesuvius, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that doesn't affect. But this was interesting. I mean, I looked at the map and I, and I thought it was a joke at first because I didn't remember ever seeing this. Well, I got clued in on TikTok last night. There's this one kid, which I don't follow, but for whatever ends up on my For You page, and he starts talking about, he's one of these guys like, you know, Mike's Weather page. Mm-hmm. The Mike, the guy who runs that is really good. Um, but he was like, you know, hey, you know, he was so in GFS models and everything else, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I thought it was an old video. Right. And I realized, no, he just recorded this like five hours ago. The funny thing about that is I was going to make a joke because I posted it up on Facebook like I always do. And I was going to make a joke about bread, milk, toilet paper. But I just don't have it in me because it's now four days into November. And this is still something that we're contending with. So I'm not having it. I'm over it. And uh, I think most other people are too. Even if it's just a hint, which is what this is. It's not really some established storm or anything. Right. But even as a hint, you just go, come on. You want to roll your eyes. You do, and at the same point, it's like, oh, okay, this is the one, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is be the one that wipes us and out. And especially where it's going in on Florida, you know? It, it's they, they had enough this year. Yeah, with Ian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know because I saw it, you know, firsthand. I, I, when we were there, our first real day um, was a couple of days after the fact that Ian had moved through, and we went down towards Tampa where Legoland is, and it was just water everywhere. I yeah. can't imagine what Fort Myers looked like. I got to wonder what the mosquitoes were like about two weeks after that. Because, you know, they love the storms. They love the marshiness and the humidity and stuff like that. And you said yourself that you'd never felt humidity like you felt when you were in Florida this year. Well, it wasn't humidity. It was just um, it was just the sun. It mm. just hit different. I don't know what it was. You know, I've lived in you know South Carolina my entire life. I grew up in Charleston, graduated from Somerville. I'm, I now live in Florence. But just being down there, I was like, wow. It was like. It just felt like the sun was, you know, like 8,000 miles closer to Florida or whatever. It was just hot. Maybe the storm actually, and I'm, I'm just totally blue skying here, no pun intended, but maybe the storm just took away some of the atmosphere that blocks the sun's rays and you were getting it unvarnished. <laughs> I know for a fact that that's not how it went, but but maybe. Well, I remember during Hugo, um, you know, the day the day after Hugo was fine, but after that, it was just hot. Yeah, the interesting thing. It was humid because one of the great things about hurricanes is it kind of takes the humidity away for like a day and a half. But when it comes back, it's like, hello. Right. When Hurricane Floyd went through Charleston, I was living here by that time. So we're talking about 98 or 99. Um, I remember 
the, the storm brushed up against Charleston, and we had a good, solid tropical storm. Uh, and then when it went away, it was the most gorgeous day. Yeah. The most, for like the next 24 hours, it was stunning. And then it went back to being what it usually is. But yeah, usually when you get a storm coming through, I think it takes basically every bit of moisture with it as it goes away. Yep. So you don't have those high level clouds. You don't have a lot of that. And that sun will just beat down, which is why you guys got the brunt of it. Oh, I just worked on my summer tan a little bit longer. <laughs> it's still there a little bit. Yeah, I still have it. A month later, it's it, still there. It's fine. We're out of here. Uh, have yourselves a great week. Uh, that is episode 27. Again, you can uh, always find us on the radio, the terrestrial radio. If you're uh, within the PD area, we're on FM at 99.3. The app always works so you can get us worldwide when we do our show. The countdown happens. We do the top 20 country countdown every weekend at 8 a.m. on Saturday and 7 p.m. on Sunday. Sir, I want you to have a great week, and I figure that uh, maybe, maybe, because you've had a rough week. You've had, you've, you've had a, a little I've, bit of a rough week. I've had a sinus infection, and there's been a lot of work. I'm work. hoping that the weekend, sir, brings you some peace. It's not, because I still have to work all throughout the weekend. I, well, I want you to have peace at work. I'm going to use my, my soft voice right now to try and talk you down again. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. All my, right. my, is just, I've just had a lot of live broadcasts, you know, outside of work. <laughs> so I'm just tired and I'm sick. So oh. it's, it's not oh. one of those things. I empathize, sir. If there's anything that I can do for I'm gonna you. I'm going to give you a big hug and hopefully you get the sinus infection. I'm not sure if, <laughs> if it works like that. I just, I, I, again, if there's anything that I can do for you. There's you, nothing do, you can do, do for you, me. Do you need anything? I, absolutely not. You for sure? You. Yes. All right. Everybody have yourself a great week. Episode 28 comes your way in about seven days. And until then, we'll see you. And that's a wrap. Thanks for checking out the Mud Flap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast podcast. A new episode goes live every Friday. So check back then. If you need more of the guys, you can hear Mud Flap and Palmer in the PD on 99.3 The Cat weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. and around the world via the Cat Country app. Have a great week.